It's not a podcast. It's a Gar cast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to Gar. Gar. Hello and welcome to the world according to Gar. You are listening to Garcast episode number 208. I am Gar and with me as always is the Garfather. Gar, how are you my friend? Wonderful, Wonderful. how are you? Wonderful. I lost you? No, you'll never lose me. Oh, it it went... Sound like you were gonna say something and it just didn't didn't show up. I was up. I was I was stuttering. I'm wonderful as well. Thank you for asking. Ah, uh, that's great news. It's end of the year. We're rolling down for school to end here. We're in final week. It's exciting. Oh, it's the end of the year. I thought I blacked out for six months. I don't know what the hell was going on. End of school okay. year. And for some right. companies, end of the fiscal year this month. Is that what goes on in like Silicon Valley or something? Now that you're becoming a savvy West Coast guy, what, Mike, what have you learned? It's a Microsoft world. Is fiscal year ends July first, or actually the thirtieth of June? I guess I should say New Year is July first. There's got to be very corrupt reasons for that. Oh well, Bill Gates, dude, come on. You need anything, you need anything else? No, I can't believe you work for that guy. No, I don't. Like I said, I don't think he owns it anymore. Oh, okay, that's fine. Then. I'm glad you work there. <laughs> Well, also this week, we changed our time for our special guest, and this week's special guest happens to be Dan Bob. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on all the time, and and your accommodation is greatly appreciated. Well, we're glad you're here. It's nice to see you in the yellow room with yellow towels on the chair, it looks like, or something. I'm not really sure what's going on behind you. Got some props. I was going to say, those are definitely put there so we ask about them. So we'll (laughs) ask about them. What the hell are those? (laughs) I was doing some research on uh, how to drop my boat into the south shore and do like Fire Island trips. And uh, on my mission, I encountered a Department of Environmental Conservation representative. And uh, I befriended him in an attempt to extract information about how to do this successfully without dying. And uh, he uh, he offered me some towels. And uh, they say, clean, drain, dry. I'm supposed to wash my boat before I leave so that I don't take parasites from the South Shore and bring them to Smithtown West in an effort to clean and keep everything clean. Which, by the way, I have not heard from you guys about uh, my proposed date for our outing. Oh, what, what, you, what was it? We said July 1 or July 2. Okay. I'll have to go look. It may book oh, up. You an an- oh, you an answer. My only thing was Ryan's birthday is July 1st, so I'm trying to find out what we're doing that weekend. So stand by. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for the reminder. It does, it does approach quickly. So if they don't want parasites going from South Shore to North Shore, if there's a fish that's swimming around the island, do they stop it? Maybe, maybe. Maybe they stop it. They don't. They they want to keep the parasites. Yeah, there's actually Trump built a wall. Um, it goes <laughs> out from Montauk. It's underwater. You can't see it. Um, and it connects to Rhode Island. And blocks you know what? everything. Mexico paid for it. That's right. No, we made Block Island pay for it. It's full of Mexicans. <laughs> the Mexicans built it. That's why they're sending the buses up here. Yeah, the uh, the Aqua Mexicans. <laughs> They're mer Mexicans. Well, I think the Cubans, Cubans might be better because they usually swim over, don't they? Yeah, they're good. They're good in the ocean. That's yeah. true. Good point. They can build a boat out of anything. <laughs> you can probably build a boat out of that chair and those silly yellow towels. It's good that Den Bob's gone. I had enough of him. He, he so take this opportunity, Gar. Tell us something. Take the opportunity. Oh, he's back. All right, oh. quick. I got something for you. Go ahead. So the kids... Well, I don't know, it, who knows how these things happen? I think it was Christine. She goes, I don't understand, but they're calling me uh, an almond mom. Said, like, a, like a nut? Like the almond? The almond nut. 
Because she's because she's nuts. I don't know. I was like, well, what what is the almond mom? So I looked it up Ooh. on the Urban Dictionary. Oh, this this could get kinky. Typically, white suburban moms who were '90s girls and never accepted they had. Hold on. Any- so what, let's let's check the boxes for check. Yep. That- white suburban. Check. Okay, mom. so far it's her. So far it's her. She's kind of an '80s girl, but she's a little. Old. She's a little old. Yeah, she may be a little too old for this. Never accepted they had an eating disorder. Uh, I don't know. That's weird. So now they have to make it everyone else's problem. The the eating disorder? Oh, just just the yeah that you know you need oh. to be skinny. So there was a second one. Wait, wait, is it an eating disorder? Because all right, because what I, I would oh, say me, is, almost like saying to everybody like, do I look fat in this? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So always, then, always talking about that. Okay. There's a second definition, which was very good on the Urban Dictionary as well. A mom who is stuck in dieting culture. The mom who projects their fears of fat phobia onto their own kids. The oh, I mom- get it. It's like the it's like the person that when we used to go to the offices, you'd see the women like all they brought for lunch was a Ziploc bag of almonds. That's <laughs> yes, probably where this yep. is coming from, right? I like Gretchen's Gre- Gretchen's an almond mom. One of the notes said the term originated from the Real house, Housewives of Beverly Hills. I, I have okay. no idea. Like I've Gretchen, never seen that, but Gretchen would bring two grapes to the office oh. and nibble on nibble on them all day. <laughs> and two, two cheese che- two cheese cubes too, right? Yeah, grapes yeah. and two she's, cheese cubes. She's definitely an almond mom. She's an almond mom. So Christine apparently is an almond mom. And uh, it's driving her nuts that the kids are, are teasing her. It's the new Braxteen. It's the Braxteen of this year. Wow, they're home for like two weeks and they've got a new nickname for her. They're amazing. <laughs> they are quite funny, these boys. And, and, and Maria. Maria is actually kind of really getting to be quite the funny kid. Now, what would Colleen be? I mean, I think she would be an almond mom, too. And not that she had an eating disorder, but when she's on a diet, everybody has to know. Like, oh, I she's, can't eat okay. because there's nothing there I like. Well, you know, she's like an off and on, she's an off and on almond mom. She has an <laughs> alter ego as well. <laughs> and, and, and when when the almond is working properly, I'm not allowed to say it. There you go. How is the progress with the diet at home? She looks great. She looks amazing. But I can't say it. Can't say it. You know, you're all right. You Whatever. always look great. Anything. You always yeah. look great, honey. I, I am learning to use those words, but I haven't been able to rehearse it and, and be be uh, convincing with it. You know, I, I got to practice. I got to practice. You always looked great. Whereas right now it's coming out like you always looked great, hun. Yeah, but she's probably still looking for a compliment on the hard work that she's been doing. Like you got to—I don't know. It's—it's. It's I'm not telling you what to do. This is dangerous territory. But like they're twisted, these women. I—it's—it's it's dangerous out there. They're very. You tell me I look great. I take the compliment and I appreciate it. And yeah, that's like it. If, if I'm working out, like if I was training or something, like in parts of my this is you know parts of my life, there have been times like, oh wow, you look like you're in really great shape. Look good. That feels good when somebody says that. You yes. know. So and if Colleen, you know you've been putting in the work. Yeah, yeah. Well, he walks the walk and talks the talk. Like I have, although I'm not in one of those phases right now, but I have lost 20 pounds and he won't say a word. Not one word. Like, oh, are you going to die? Oh, my. No, she's probably hoping that you have cancer or something. And you're <laughs> dying. <laughs> they're just, they're wired different. When I lost a lot of my weight back, you know, I guess... A while ago now. Like 20, I kind 20, of, I'm going to go with 2018. When I met you in 2016, you were fat, Gary. <laughs> right. And But when I lost the weight, people said, you look good. I liked it. I was like, oh, good. Thanks. Yeah, you, you, noticed. you felt like you you earned that yes, compliment, right? Yes. Yeah. No, I don't, you know, I, I noticed the difference. I get look at those pictures now. I'm like, oof, look at all those chins. <laughs> crazy. Speaking of chin, yeah. my beard is uh, competing with yours now, Gar. I see that. I see it's that. It's coming in. It's coming me- in. Bosco, your right arm, just below your sleeve. We had a uh, a listener I saw recently and said <laughs> you have an interesting patch of hair on the outside of your arm, right below the sleeve. Yeah, you do have a quite a hairy section right there. Yep, yeah. there it is. Yeah, as they said, it was almost like the beard was competing with that section of your arm. Interesting. Is my hair you, not evenly distributed? You, I don't know. I don't know. Do you, I landscape it a little bit. Yeah, do you shave the rest of your arm and forget that part? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, it's a little, little out of control. You, you, you might want to get the uh, the Manscaped device. It's, just, it's exploding out. It's exploding out. 
Speaking of exploding out, you know, I had an interaction in the bathroom that I wanted to discuss. Whoa, 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 Holy whoa, whoa. Lord. I don't think we want to go there. Let's give everybody I an was, opportunity to fast forward. Everybody, go ahead. I okay. was in the bathroom, and I was at a urinal, and I was with somebody familiar with me at another urinal. And as I departed from the urinal, uh, I, I, I kind of stepped back. There were people online, and I was putting my belt back on. And he saw me doing that. He's like, what are you doing with your belt open? I'm like, well, I just took a piss. I am asking asking the same question. Me too. I don't understand the belt taker offer. So I'll tell you what I do. I undo the belt, unzip the pants, pull down, and I go over the top. Dude, they invented a hole in your underwear and pants so that you don't have to do all that. Wow. You're like naked at the urinal. You too? No, I don't no. do that. I'm saying you're like you're like buck naked at the urinal. What are you doing? Is your ass hanging out? Unzip. Yes, that's what it's there for. See, I don't. I can't reach through all the layers. I can't oh, make well, that's, it through that's all the layers. Problem. What size shoe do you wear? <laughs> <laughs> well, I go. I go to the children's section. I yeah. never understood the guy that because I'll see, I'll even see them more extreme than you, where they just basically pull their pants down and like you see ass. No, I don't. I don't do that. It's a, it's an unflap and a drop down. Yeah, I don't it's get it. So wait a minute. You got your your right hand is on yourself and your left hand is holding your pants up. Well, I, I so now now that if I analyze it, it's it's an unflap and a stand up. Down. Pretend pretend that yellow towel <laughs> chair is a urinal. <laughs> Seriously, turn around, face it. Go ahead. Okay. So, stand up. So Let's I'm do it. Go ahead. Here, right, right. All right. So I'm gonna do, do the belt. Do the whole thing. Yep. We're open. Right. And that's it. Down. And the pants and don't then, fall down. Okay. No, no, no. And then, and then I'm back up. And shake, this is when he shake, I walked away. And how he many shakes this. do you Okay. Well, it depends. We can't, you know? I think, we can't I think, see you. Okay. There we go. I think that my length, my length of time is sufficient. Um, Your I length. Stand it appropriate. Like the amount of time it takes me to go. I know. Length I was funny. That was a funny <laughs> term. Yeah. So I'm very surprised to hear that you guys go through all those layers, the underwear layer and the pan layer, and you don't worry about drippage? Like, I, I can't mean, drip on drippage. What's going to drip? Drippage. Oh, you the get the, the stream. At if the you're in a rush. Stream. No, listen, we've all done it, Gary. If you're in a rush, sometimes you're not paying attention, you get that. It's I like mean, yeah, but it's not a big a deal. Bitch. One little not drop that bitch. hits the knee or sh- or the, sh- you know, the back of the calf well, or something. Sometimes it feels like three drops feels like you actually pissed your pants, you know, and it, <laughs> it, it annoys you for like 10 minutes. It's annoying. Have I get it. ever gone over the top or has it always been a, a through the zipper in the underwear hole? The only never. time I can, no, I've never done what you do, but. If I'm yeah. wearing pants, if I'm wearing shorts, like athletic shorts, of course you got to take the shorts down. Bathing suit. When I wear a bathing right. suit, it has no fly. I have to pull it down. Then you go when over I'm, the top. I have no choice. Yeah, when I'm running, when I'm running, I wear like the spandex, yes. and then I wear shorts over it. I got to, you know, pee in somebody's backyard. I got to pull it down and out. It's know? only if the apparel does not provide the hole. I am going to attempt to use the hole today. Have you noticed that you're probably one of the few people that do that? I have been finding that more people use the the zipper and the hole than go over the top. Right. But I there's a great number of people that are in my camp that go over the top. I think they have to go over the I don't know. Does it mean that I'm more well endowed or less well endowed? I probably less. Aren't you worried about really, the the underwear elastic pulling pulling up and then all of a sudden you have stream everywhere? Oh, like an emergency. Well, I would imagine that could happen anywhere. I mean, if you get frightened and you and you move away, it could happen. But I don't let go of the. Oh, you're saying like a uh, like I let go. Yeah. What, what if it just up. slips off your thumb? I guess you're holding it down with your thumb, and the underwear pulls back up from the elastic, and now all of a sudden you got stream everywhere. I mean, it would be a it would be a risk. It's never happened. It's never happened. Never happened, huh? No, and I and I feel like I get less drippage. Um, I, I'm really going to have to consider how I go to the bathroom now. I feel this like is your move be. is just a very messy, like kind of barbaric way of going to the bathroom. I think I it's it's, t- it's also time consuming. It yeah. is. I agree with that 100%. I mean, I might be getting hours back of my life. Yeah, like if you missed like flights because you had to go to the bathroom, like take a leak and you're like, oh I mean, my God, I can't the plane, imagine the plane how left. Many meetings, how many meetings I've been late to because I've been going over the top. Undo the belt, unbutton the pants, retuck in the shirt. So what about the shirt? Oh, let's talk about that. Is the shirt ever tucked in the way? No. No. 
You slide it out of the way. Yeah. You got to slide. So you got to like dig in there and reach around. My shirt doesn't go down that far. Well, you see, I'm a lot shorter than you. My shirt goes way down. <laughs> it, it might. The you, shirt is something. It's it's my shirt is like a mini skirt. Do you typically no wear? Do you typically wear an undershirt when you're in, when you're when you're in the office? Always. I always. Yeah, we dis- we discussed this. Remember the one day I wasn't wearing an undershirt? It bothered him. Yeah. So do you do undershirt like so? My la- I layer undershirt under the underwear and then shirt between the underwear and pants. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. wait, wait. What, what do you do? You wake up in the morning, you're naked, your clothes are on the chair. This is only when I go to work. If I at home, I don't wear t-shirts. You come out of the shower, you dry off. What do you you put on first? Always underwear. Okay, underwear's on. What do you put on next? Uh, I don't know. Probably don't want office. I mean, I don't know if there was ever a you're gonna put the pants on. Nothing on your upper body. I don't I don't I actually don't know. I have no idea how I would I get need dressed. You to, all right, take your clothes off. Go over to stand. <laughs> it depends what's available. I might be ironing. If I'm ironing, I put on the t-shirt. Only you, only you could to make this question too complicated. Everything's I, hung I on think the you're hangers. digging too far into this. No, I didn't know if you said you tucked your t-shirt into your underwear. Did you say that? That is how I, when I wear, when I go to work, my t-shirt is under my underwear. My shirt is between my underwear and pants. So I am flabbergasted. Your, t- your t-shirt is tucked into your underwear? Correct. Keeps the t-shirt. Nobody, nobody on earth does that. I don't I don't know. I don't do that. <laughs> no I, do it. I don't do that. It keeps the t-shirt down lower. It keeps it tight. It, it keeps it from saying. rolling up. I see what you're saying, and I may try it. I might try that next. Because I don't like, because what happens if you don't do that? Sometimes the t-shirt creeps up yes. and it looks like you're fatter than you are. Right. But you, don't get, you get a nice a t-shirt wrinkle. It's a t-shirt crumple. You get a nice straight t-shirt. It actually pulls into. down too, so you don't see it as much. Yeah, but then you've got like the t-shirt, the bottom of the t-shirt's in the crack of your ass. No, my t-shirts don't go down that far. See, mine will, but I think it's genius <laughs> nonetheless. It's like you're wearing a onesie. It's- no, they don't go down that far. You're a weirdo. No, I love it. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be in that camp. Yeah, you should try it. it it's just a much cleaner way of of living. So I will also put I, I make sure to put my socks on before my pants. I will not put socks on after the pants because then you got to do the reverse. You got to pull the pants up, put the sock on, and then roll the pants back down over the over the sock. I have no That's routine fair. for any of my dresses. I think you don't I even think, realize it. I think you do, and we need to videotape you. You don't realize it. You have a routine. I don't go to work anymore. So I wake up, I put on shorts and a t-shirt that are laying next to the bed from the night. Yeah, but knowing you, you, and I go out for you a probably, walk. you probably iron the shirt and the shorts before you go for the walk. No, I'm not a big ironer. Christine is. Colleen is a big ironer. Oh my oh, that's, God. No, that's common with almond moms. <laughs> oh, Colleen will iron away. Everything. I, I, I just, I figure my fatness will stretch the fabric to the point where the wrinkle, the wrinkle just will come out just by my overweightness. Colleen, though, she's got to iron every article of clothing. She'll iron really every. It's crazy. Yeah, Very yeah. intolerant to the wrinkle. Well, we know the whole story from the Garcast. Christine was like so big on ironing. She bought Nick the um, the steamer, the and steamer. we Has picked him up. Has he used the steamer yet? He's in his junior year. After his first year, we picked it up, and it was still in the box. And I told him, like, I told you he wouldn't use it. Oh, um, he didn't bring it back? I don't know what we did with it. I think he might have given it to somebody. That was, I remember that. I, that was the most outrageous thing I've ever heard of giving to a college student. <laughs> it made her happy. I, I, you know, you just, there's things you don't fight over. Oh, you gave up a long time ago. <laughs> I don't mess with the almond mom. Maybe now. I mean, if you didn't get the Microsoft job, I'd say you should sell that steamer on eBay or something. She's she's Probably doing this stuff bit. now. She's selling clothes on Poshmark. You can oh, sell yeah, right. used clothes. She, does that. she sells sneakers. It's great. Who does? Riley. Uh, Is he breaking up for you too, Dan Bob? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Riley's selling sneakers on Poshmark, I think is what I got out of that. Was that her first job? Is that the job that he was talking about? Because I saw a picture that he said 
congrats on Instagram. First job, congratulations. And uh, yeah, we don't know the job. On Obivia's online sales. That sounds nice. I don't think that's you a know job. What you so you don't, you know, when I, I have an eBay account that I've had for many, many years, and I'm very, very strict about my rating, and I need to have that five star rating. Um, so if my kids or anybody ever wanted to sell anything through my account, I would not allow them to list it until they had it packaged and ready to go. All you needed to do was address the box. I didn't want to hear that I got the order. Oh, I have to mail it now. It has to be out instantly. And I have a very high eBay rating. It's good. Because of it. I haven't sold yep. on eBay in years, but uh, that was a, that was great when that first came out. So Andrew has to sell a dresser. Um, I helped him move out of the city yesterday. Um, he, his, he had sublet his apartment and moved back home because the rent was better. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. The, he, he sublet it furnished, and now that guy moved out, so he had to get all his stuff back. So me and him went into the city yesterday after work and uh, took everything. One guy I work with, Roger, who I found out is a listener. So, Roger... Thank you so much for helping last night. It was awesome. You are the man. He, uh, at 6.30, he was like, no problem, I'll help. And uh, he stayed for like an hour helping us bring down stuff to the car, which was really an amazing human. And I appreciate that because I'm little and weak, and he knows that. And he knows I shouldn't be lifting furniture. That's amazing. It's good to have so, a good friend uh, like that. Moving is a big leap uh, in friendship. Yeah. So he's not even a friend. He's helping you out. It's huge. Yeah, right. Remember that, like in Seinfeld. Yep. He he did the move, and yeah. he wouldn't even. I, I offered him money. He wouldn't even take it. I offered it. He he wouldn't do it. So he was so awesome. And then uh, there's the dresser now that when Andrew assembled it, they you know the way when you assemble a dresser, there's that back that you have to hammer in. Well, he hammered it into the face instead of the back. So there's like forty nine, forty nail holes in the face of the dresser. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel like somebody could fix that, you know, with a little wood filler and paint. Maybe you could, Gary. You you did some woodwork. Yeah, it's you easy. You want to restore the dresser? You probably just need a little. You could probably just spackle those holes up. Actually, paint might even do the job. Even just those, paint, those holes are not too big from the from the company. So, if he wanted to sell the dresser, how? What would be the best way to sell a dresser? Is that that Facebook Marketplace? Uh, I've sold stuff on there. My Chris, well, Christine did. <laughs> We're using my account, as as Mike has discussed. Um, yeah, that's not a bad thing. You have Craigslist as well, I guess. Um, if you don't want to be part of the Facebook army, Craigslist all for dirty people now. Isn't that where the prostitutes would advertise and then get killed? Uh, sometimes, yeah, not a big deal. Craigslist is a little dirty. You know, yeah, but you're not selling prostitutes. You're selling a dresser. Well, maybe a prostitute needs a dresser to put her sexy clothes in. I wonder if you have to pay to list on Craigslist. I think you do. Well, I don't know. I mean, I you know, so we couldn't fit. That was the one thing we could not fit. And I knew we couldn't when I looked at it. With all the stuff, I was like, that yeah. dresser can't make it. Try Facebook. So, you know what? I bought an amp on Facebook uh, Marketplace once. Used so amp. Now, you know, so now he brings all this stuff home. I said, where are you going to put it? My house is full. I have no room for my own stuff, let alone your apartment. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I mean, I don't know what the hell he's going to do. Maybe he'll try and sell everything. Uh, I think he's going to maybe try to beg my parents to, for a space in their house. Like, they want more clutter. They want his extra stuff. But then maybe they would allow him because then he'd come visit to check on his stuff. Mm. And, they, you know, they'd get more visitors. It's like a, a little mouse trap. Put a little cheese. Oh, do you want to check your stuff? I have a question. We want to move your stuff. You want anything? <laughs> so I had a long day. I went into the city and then and then moved him out. I didn't get home till like ten forty five. In the morning, it took me two and a half hours to get in. Oof. It was insane. I left at seven thirty. I got into my office at like ten. Insane. That's horrible. I don't think I'm ever going to go in the city again. I hate it. Don't you work there? I <laughs> I, I do. I do. All right. Just checking. So what about this? My brother installed this TV in the showroom and he thought it would be nice to pipe music throughout because it got real quiet in my office. After we got the new air conditioner, uh, it's silent, you know, pin drops. Hmm. And I like the idea of office music, but he was blasting a Billy Joel concert 
through the office. I couldn't concentrate. I, it was awful. Too loud. So I said to him, I was like, don't you think this is a little, a little loud? And I don't know if he spoke for everybody, actually speaking for everybody, or just used I'm speaking for everybody to make myself, to make my opinion, you know, better. And uh, he Ew. said that I was hey, the Mike. Benny of the office. Oh. Hey, so Mike, we're talking about this. My brother started playing music and piping it through the office, and I, I like think it. it's too loud. I can't, I can't concentrate. Yeah, so, no, that's that's that was a like. Did he ask anybody, or he just started doing that? He said that he. So he said to me, "I asked everybody, and everybody likes it." Hmm. So, assuming he's telling the truth, I had to go get earbuds and use earbuds so that I could do my concentration. <laughs> Am I wrong? He said, well, I, that- "By me making them turn down the music, I was being the Benny." Of the office because wow. Benny doesn't like music. Me and Benny don't like music when we do our work. Yeah, I like, like that you guys. I like that you guys found common ground. Yeah, but that's nice. I mean, who? I you know this goes to like if you're the ruler of the world, so you're not the ruler of that office. Like you can't just say. No, I thought I that. was. I thought uh, I was, but I don't like to abuse my power in the office. Okay, so you're picking your spot. You don't hate it that much. You could accommodate your, your well, needs I mean, by listen, getting earplugs. If everybody else feels that they are more productive with the music. Um, which happened to be a Billy Joel concert from the 80s. I thought it was a little bit much for office music, but if that's what they like and that's what they... Listen, I can let them be in charge of their own So he's not even putting on like a a mix or a station? No, he like wasn't. made a decision and said, we're all going to listen to a Billy Joel concert right now? Yes. yes. No, nah, this is... I don't, I don't like it. Too much, right? Too much. Yeah. I thought yep. it was too much. Yeah, Did he you take know, a if vote? If people want to listen to their own music, they can. I, you know... You can, you can get your own earbuds. Right. Well, I mean, I guess that's where it's at. I mean, if, if there was generally a consensus and that's what they want to listen to, I am not going to tell people. How, how, um, how pissed off is Benny? So Benny, we have, we have a little problem with Benny. No boy. Benny Uh-oh. was going get to get his own office. And he said he has a request. And he wanted to get a set of blinds and a lock for the door. <laughs> what is he up to? <laughs> <laughs> we says, Benny, why do you want uh, a lock on the door? And he's like, so people can't barge in. And uh, and blinds. He doesn't want to be seen. What's he doing in there? Right. What's he doing that is going to be so secret? So, oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's got presidential files he wants to lock away in there. So he right. chose to pass on the office if he couldn't have blinds. So now he sits in a cubicle with no door and no blinds anyway. Huh. Turn down the office because that's so weird. Yeah, is it that weird? It was almost like a defiance. He was defying. Well, Very if weird. I can't have it the way I want it, I don't want anything at all. Which is fine. Wow. Which is fine. That's that's. I how guess we... you gotta respect that. What do you think it is? What do you think was going on in his head that he needed to have the blinds? You think? I mean, what's he doing in the office? Maybe he wanted to go in there and take his mask off. <laughs> but not have anybody see him. Okay, right, right. So, oh, he doesn't want to be seen. It's not about right. the germs anymore. Yeah. He's, he's, he's vain and he doesn't want people to see his face. Correct. He's been wearing a mask for so many years now that uh, I don't think I'd recognize him anymore. I yeah, maybe, he's got, like, maybe he's got weird tan lines around it. Like he'd look bizarre. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. He's got to have a tan line. Like the old God. raccoon like, eyes when you're wearing the sunglasses in the summer. He has no mask. problem with the smoke. So interesting. This guy was terrified of COVID, but when we had the smoke, I said, Benny, you want to work at home? It's no problem. You know, it, it, I heard it was really bad. And they, nope, I'm coming in. So he is not afraid of the smoke. <laughs> That's good. We're defining yeah. his, his fears. So he, he started wearing the mask during COVID and just never went back? And never went back. I even told him, I said, COVID's over now. No more emergency. He says, no, I'm still, still wearing a mask. He loves it. Good for him. And he's wearing he's wearing like the sur- the, bl- the blue ones like the- yeah surgical blue mask. That's right. Not an N95. It's the surgical blue one. I don't know if he changes it. If it's the same one. Oh, gross. And God bless you, Gar. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, it's the blue masks that they gave out at your daughter's school, Mike. Oh yeah, absolutely <laughs> love that. So, I I had sent you guys a a video. Oh, um, and we will share it after this episode drops for the listeners. 
I think the best way to do it is I'd like to have both have have you guys watch the video right now. It's very quick and before I tell the story. Okay. Take okay. a look. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Watch it on your own. Oh, you can hear it. Excellent. I like that. Keep the volume up. Hmm. Nice move. Looks good. Oh my god. What is that lady okay. doing? Well, I'll describe what you saw. Oh, beautiful player dribbling mm-hmm. down the court and some lady walking right through what the middle of the paint. And what I guess this is a what maybe 10-year-old, 12-year-old boys. This looks like 12. It's uh 10 10, 11 year old basketball. Okay, well, they're bigger than me, so yeah, that makes sense. And some lady is just so, walking through across from, like, you know, right through the middle mm-hmm. of the paint. And they're and driving if you down. Notice, I've been analyzing the video. I believe as she stepped on the court, she was on the phone. You can see it in her right hand. And then she kind of moves it to her mouth and moves it back like she kind of freaked out. Like, oh my God, what did there? I do? Oh, she, I walked in the middle of a basketball. She game. jogged. She right. jogged quickly with the phone before the player got to her, and then she got oh, into and, the and paint. Look at, and look at the score. The score is tied, and there's 40 seconds left. So Correct. This, the score is tied, and it's a high. It's 48 to 48. Championship game. Is this Sousa? With of a- 40 seconds left, and this lady, this right. Saren, and she's wearing a woolen beard. Was this recent? Or is this Sunday. something that you pulled out of the archives? So why no, that was less... So it was a, let me set the scene a little bit. Smile lines. Saturday, sun, Saturday and Sunday, two-day tournament. Smile lines, both my nephews, they're on two different teams. Robbie went undefeated and won the championship earlier on Sunday. They played all day Saturday as well between Smithtown and Massapequa. I guess there's two facilities the tournament was in. This is Danny's Sunday championship game. Smile lines is the... Uh, the person who takes videos and photos and puts them on Instagram for the teams. So she's down under the hoop. She's smile lines is taking this video. Can Bosco hear me? This is very important. I got it. I'm, I'm just flabbergasted right. so and I love it. Smile oh lines God. is filming. Good job reading the scoreboard. 40 seconds left championship game. Uh, Danny's team is the underdogs actually. So they've been hanging tough with this team. When you all watch the video, you'll see the young man. Uh, I forget who it is. Comes down and hits a beautiful shot to take a two point lead. Wait, 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 was that like a European? Is that the European layup, the way he came down and around? Yeah. I mean, that was a yeah, big exactly. move. He did a Euro step. Yes, the Euro step, right. But as he's coming down and making this shot, a woman just walks out onto the court talking on her cell phone. Right in front of him. Yeah. Smile Lines, who was videotaping, didn't see the woman. She was so focused on the Play. players. Bucket goes in. She's screaming. She stopped videoing at this point. I wish she didn't. The referee blows the whistle and disallows the basket. I was gonna, yeah, he kind of has to. Yeah, he made the right to. call. I agree. And, what a you know, terrible decision for him to be, or what a terrible place for him to be put into. He made the right call. That's the only call. because you he can't the play. Bucket counts. Yeah, right. The defense the defender couldn't come up on the kid because she was exactly. in the way. Exactly. So, yeah. smiling is like what. She's like flipping out. She doesn't even realize. She goes back and looks at her phone and watches the video. That's the first time she noticed the woman was when she watched the video that she took. That's how focused she was. Wow. And, and she for said those the place- who are listening to reruns, just, the date is June 13th, and this woman is wearing a woolen hat. <laughs> She's dressed completely in black. Right. Completely in black, wearing a woolen hat. Right. This is an almond. This is an almond. <laughs> Christine is not an almond mom. This is an almond mom. All right. So the, now it's the court is completely silent. The kids don't know what to do. The, the ref is talking to both coaches. No one's shouting. He's explaining it. I think the coaches realize that's the only call the ref can make. Did they have one ref? Do you know? I, I don't know. Should have been it wouldn't two. Matter, the, the call yeah, but, no, I know. But she only don't. mentioned, she, she only mentioned one ref. She said yeah. the ref was very good. Um, so this, try to picture this. Not a, you could hear a pin drop, and smile lines. Who had been quiet all game? She's retired from screaming during games. She just watches, screams at the top of her lungs. When she told me this story on Sunday night, she said her throat actually hurt. She screamed so loud. I'm going to follow her out. 
Wait, wait, would she scream? I'm going to follow her out. <laughs> oh my god! Did she left? Did she actually leave? It looks like we just her, her film. She was and... like, she was, she was like apologizing, like I didn't know there was a game going on, and like walked out the door. Oh, because that's not in the video here. It looks like she just then. Right, right, no, no. She, I wish the, the video yeah. captured all of this. But she <laughs> screamed, and everyone looked at her. The entire gym just looks at Smileline. And I said, what did you mean by that? <laughs> Smileline said to me, I was going to follow her to the parking lot and kill her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such anger. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So the boys went on, the bo- and the boys went on to lose. Uh, that was her son's oh team is the one that scored the basket that got dis- disqual- uh, disallowed? No, no, it was not my nephew, though. No. Okay. No, no, but was it his team? Was he green? Oh, no, his team, yeah. Oh, that was his yeah, team, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, my God, yeah. so they would have won, and because of Hat Lady. Damn. That yeah. is unbelievable. What is she wearing a woolen hat for? She's an idiot. She's an idiot. If you're walking in the middle of a court during a basketball game, you're an idiot. Oh, She's my God. What is she holding? What is he holding? Is it like a pocketbook or? Who knows? Mm. What an ass, right? I've never seen anything like it. I've, wa- I've watched this video seriously fifty times. I have it. it There's a lot to see. Yeah. I wish we could have put this on. We all right. So, so for our next episode, we got to be able to take a video like this and play it and share out a screen and dissect it with a telestrator. Oh my God, she's carrying something. Oh, that's her chair. She's carrying. So she knew. She, she's carrying one of those chairs, like a, a yeah that you a put in the bleachers. Chair. Right. She's got sandals, long black pants, black sweatshirt, black short sleeve shirt, and a woolen cap with a pom pom. It's got a pom pom. I didn't notice the hat. Good, good, good job. Yeah, yeah, and she's carrying, it looks like a chair that she's going to now sit in, and she, she knew she was going to watch a game. This lady's clueless. She doesn't belong well, apparently the there are, there's multiple courts in this facility, so she came from some, some other court. Well, okay, so I'm trying to analyze that, and I can't really tell, but it doesn't look like, I mean, the, the, the camera angle here, this, listen, that looks like it's taken up half the gym. Maybe there's two. Two, maybe three, but you you would clearly know that you this this is at the end. You know that there's a game going on. Oh, you oh know my. there's a game. You know there's a game. Yeah, like, oh it my had to be, it was it the had play to be was on the other maybe. side, and she thought she could get across. Was on her phone, was not paying attention, and all of a sudden she realized she was in the middle of the play. Now that was an easy call for the referee to make. But you yes, know what was not an hard. easy call to make? No. Sticky hands. Huh? Sticky hands, like they're doing in baseball now. Sticky hands. Yeah. They're throwing pitchers out for having sticky hands. Did you guys watch the game last night? I don't, it was two nights ago. I don't watch baseball. What happened? So the newest, latest rule is the pitchers, which is not really new. I guess they're enforcing it differently, but the pitchers are not allowed to have a sticky foreign substance on their hand. Rosin is still allowed, but not too much rosin. So the umpires have actually been trained They've actually been trained in stickiness. Well, you've never and been allowed to have sticky fingers. No, but but now, so so who who got thrown out yesterday, or well, the day two nights ago? We don't know. Uh, pitcher <laughs> on the Mets, Drew Smith. Smith. Drew Smith. Drew Smith goes out before he even goes out to throw a pitch. The umpire takes his hand, puts his on top of it, and apparently they've been trained. He feels his hand. Ejects him from the game. Sticky. He said it's too sticky. One of the one of the reporters said, "Is this the stickiest you've ever felt?" And he replied in the press conference, "It was the stickiest he's ever felt." Who the umpire? Yes. I just think it's ridiculous. I don't know I if I'd want to. If I was an umpire, I'd want to hold somebody's hand to see if it's sticky. Yeah. No. They 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 have a rubric that they go with with the uh, to evaluate the stickiness. And um, I I just think that baseball. With all the freaking trouble that they have getting viewers, and I, you know what I mean, I get it. Well, if you're cheating, you shouldn't rules. be cheating. I mean, he was cheating, obviously, or no? Ah, uh, you, you know, I don't know. He said absolutely. He says, uh, of course, he said that. Um, he said he has just naturally sticky fingers. Yeah, I. 
guess so. You, you're always allowed to use rosin. He said his fingers weren't sticky. He said he, he tested the stickiness. He, before he left, he went to uh, somebody, and he's like, are we good? And they checked his hand for stickiness, but obviously yeah, they didn't go through this. It is. is the umpire. You guys can hear me, right? Sorry, yes. I was in an yeah. elevator. It's, it's getting ridiculous. So, it, yeah, in between, I don't know if you said this, when, they, when they're going to the mound and when they're leaving the mound, somebody checks their hands during the entire game, every inning. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So he didn't, throw one, yeah. he didn't throw one pitch, and he got right. suspended for 10 games. And the Mets can't replace him either. No, it's, they can't it's the replace him. Thing. It's not like he's injured and they just get another pitcher. They have to be one short, like, like they had enough pitches to begin with. It, it is ridiculous. But um, I'm glad you had that filler story because that was perfect as I was transitioning from car to uh, office building. Sunday is not over yet for Smile Lines. Oh, my God. Okay? Stay with me. So oh. this happens. Part two. Go, the, boy, the boys kept it close. There was some free throws missed, a steal. They lost, whatever. So, she, you know, she's probably more devastated than the kids. They drive all the way home from Massapequa. They get home around 6 p.m. First thing Robbie says, because he's a junkie for basketball, is, Mom, can I go outside and shoot hoops? Sure, Robbie, go ahead. Now, recall one of the most famous GarCast stories of all mm-hmm. about Smile Lines. Yep. Robbie, yeah. Robbie, was, Robbie was outside shooting hoops by himself when it started. She hears screams coming from outside like she hasn't heard since that famous story. Uh-oh. Like someone's being murdered or someone's trying to murder you. Robbie comes flying through the front door, crying, screaming. This time he locks the door behind him. Oh, he did last time too, I think. Mom, mom, the neighbors are screaming that the pit bull is out. Now, if you remember the famous story with our friend. Josh, we need Josh. 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 That pit bull was euthanized. I don't know if we ever announced that. That pit bull was killed. I thought we did. I thought we did. Well, I wasn't listening at the time. right. But there, if you remember, this person owned multiple pit bulls. Oh, my God. So she calls the neighbor or whatever, like, doesn't want to open the door. And they're like, yeah, the other pit bull is on the loose. Wow. So oh, my God. The, my brother-in-law, the other dads, they all rush out. Um, Josh was not there, unfortunately. They go down to the neighbor's house. The guy's, like, passed out in a chair. Um, he's you know a real piece of trash whatever they're like what did you what did you? he's like oh the dog got out whatever so now one of the neighbors who probably wanted to be like Josh got rope he got some rope and now they're tracking this dog around the neighborhood um, it's, they can see it it's running up and down everybody's driveways going into different yards apparently this one's a little friendlier um, but uh, our newest hero I don't know his name lassoed the pit bull wow. no way yes that's and cool the poli- the police were called. They came. They remembered. They had a file on this guy. Um, you know, they were telling him, you know, what are you doing? You know, you shouldn't even have a pit bull. You're on record from last time. At this point, when the dog was secured, Smile Lines comes down. And let's just say she let this guy verbally have it. Oh, no she way. was not in the mood. So she, oh, she, she was going. And um, she didn't curse, she said. And she did say, though, he had the nerve to look at her. And say, what are you going to do? Kill my other dog? Have my other dog killed now? Whoa. Oh. <laughs> wow. That so must that, be some interesting block party. Yes. <laughs> so That's going to that, be an interesting block party on the 4th of July. That wow. All, that all went down. They were home for like 45 minutes. You know, like what, a just, day. what a day. What a day. So that was, day. The highs and the lows. Sunday. That was Smile Line Sunday. And then I'll end the Smile Line segment with this. And as Riley said it best, I'm going to read a text that Smile Line sent me yesterday. And I made Riley read the text. And she just looked at me and smiled and said, why does this stuff always happen to her? (laughs) Here's here's, here's the text. (laughs) That is fantastic. Here it is. Uh, Where is it? Here we go. So this came in yesterday at 11, 12 a.m. The street sweepers are training or something today. They went up my block five times. They just caught onto our brand new basketball hoop. Robbie is going to lose his mind. I am so glad I was home because they picked it up and were about to leave. Supervisor came. I have to fill out a bunch of paperwork to get the money. 
Hopefully it works out. Robbie will be sobbing after school. So the street sweeper hooked into the basketball hoop, dragged it and smashed it into the ground. Damn, that's brutal. (laughs) Now, is the basketball hoop in in the street? Well, I didn't want to upset her, but she has no business putting the basketball hoop on the street. Right, if it's in the street, I don't think she's going to win. I don't think she's getting any money back. Plus, it's New York City. So come on. I think the form said, like the guy said to her, if you don't hear anything in 12 to 18 months, you can call us. (laughs) (laughs) The kid's going to be grown by the time he gets reimbursed for the hoop. Yeah, so she's been having quite a week. I haven't heard anything from her this morning. I'm just waiting. Oh, my goodness. The basketball is just (laughs) giving her tons of misery. It's, it's, It's giving them these terrible outcomes in tournaments. What are the you kid's saying? almost getting attacked by dogs when he's outside playing with it. Maybe this is a hint from the gods to stop this playing a, basketball. Yeah. This is a very, very, very good point. Maybe Not that I believe in the gods, board. but. What do you think the boys should pick up instead? Uh, cornhole. Oh. I play that. That's, a great, that's a great suggestion. Play that in the backyard. The backyard. You can play it in the backyard, yeah. He can go to uh, the Fernwood and play. Yeah, okay. Play for the All rest right. of your life. It's a lifelong skill. Yep, you but can't pick- get hurt. I mean, you could, I guess, but you could roll an ankle or something. Yeah, but, but that's much usually from the minimal. drinking, not necessarily from the the sport Yeah, they itself. Sh- at this at this age, they should play sober. Pick a, a cornhole, I think, right? <laughs> unless unless they go to Gar's house. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, I will say the the basement of sin is is basically done. Like the the boys have grown up. Those days are over. You know, Nick has a, an no, occasional poker game or something. Uh, they just go out. And, and it's funny now, they're actually hanging out at like Rick's house more because he's closer to town. So the Uber ride is a little bit cheaper. Smart. So the or maybe pregame his parents, there. Maybe his parents let them do hardcore drugs. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe probably has no idea what's going on. So that's very possible. <laughs> no, this is. Um, but they're right outside of the Smithtown, so it's a it's a very quick ride. Or I know Luke's they'll, they'll pop over too. Um, well, the thing is too, like they pre game they can walk there. They're more they're becoming more bar people as opposed to having yeah, to hang out yeah, at people's house. They're grown up now a little bit. You, you, know? prov- you provided a great service. I did for when they for when they were children, you yeah. gave them a place they could drink alcohol and do bad things before they were legally allowed to. Yes. <laughs> now they're legal, they can go do it somewhere else. I mean, just you know, keep it clean for Mar. She doesn't like to, uh, she doesn't hang out here and they don't really go down there much. So, <laughs> especially when the boys are home, she never has people over when they're home. Yeah, she's really? probably terrified, terrified to go over, have anybody over. She's actually they're taking scared. a big Regents today. I actually have to get off pretty soon because I have to go pick her up. But, um, Mike, I wanted to talk because we didn't get to this last week. It's been popping up and you probably have a lot of the details. I've seen clips. Ooh. I'm working man now. I don't watch the news, but. The yeah. UFOs are here. Aliens are here in Vegas. They're everywhere. What is going on? So, yeah, and I actually have to carve some time out to dive in, but I do know some of the details. It was it broke last week. It didn't happen last week in Vegas. I guess the police released it. I don't know. So they got a call, and you can hear the audio um, of the call of this dude. He didn't sound very convincing to me. Like, he wasn't like, oh, my God. He was just like, yeah, there's this thing in my backyard and there's like some people walking out of it, they're, but they're not human. They're like eight feet tall. Like he was talking like this. Like I would have been like, yeah, you know? yeah, right. No, there's no emotion. That doesn't make sense. But the police responded and the reason you could hear the guy and he's got, there's a, he's got a body camera. He's like, yeah, you know, we came to check this out. Normally we just kind of dismiss these reports, but we were out on patrol and we actually saw something in the sky. and like so the police were like convinced that like something did there was some sort of um you know i don't think we're calling them ufos anymore what do we call them now we call them um oh because i'm watching i'm watching that i'm watching that skinwalker ranch show which i'm I'm heavily into now yeah i forget what they call them uh they're called phenomenon aerial phenomenon um afs something ua uaps UAPs. unknown aerial phenomenon uaps yeah so yeah, and then we had this other guy come out, right? He worked for the government, um, kind of a whistleblower. And he's saying that, you know, he's like, oh, I, uh, we have multiple craft that we've recovered, pieces of craft. Um, we've been doing this for years, you know, trying to learn the technology, similar to what like Bob Lazar was kind yeah, of talking like about. 
Lazar stuff this, is coming true over and over like, again. Yeah, and this guy's young. This guy's only like in his 40s. Um, he's not talking about working there 35 years ago. He's like talking about working there last week. Um, so he's like, yeah, this is, this is a real thing. This is kind of a real race against the other countries and trying to figure this technology out and collect it. And there's teams that respond and go out and get it. So I don't know. I think they're here. Oh, they've been here. We know that. It's not a matter of, I mean, they're here. I think we're finally going to get the proof. But, or are they telling us, I always am suspicious, you know, that, you know, are they telling us what we're hearing to distract us from an even greater truth? Mm. I like, you know what I mean? I like that conspiracy angle. Yeah. Like for all we know, uh, there's people, there's aliens that are actually like in high, hello, in high positions in the government. Right. Hold on a second. Well, that would be scary if, if they're, they're human aliens. Um, well, can they be scarier I, I than if Biden? I found, if, I, <laughs> I, if I found an alien, an eight foot tall alien in my backyard, I would shoot it on the spot. On the spot. Colleen would go at it with a snow shovel <laughs> and I would shoot it on this. There's no chance. I'm not waiting. I'm not trying to be friends with it. Done. Don't yeah, come on my property. There's no reason to talk. No, they're not here for good. They're not here to watch. They're here to take over. And I'm not going to let them. I'm not going to let them take over. They're going to try, but I won't allow it. Great topic, though. Yeah, I mean, this is it's exciting stuff. I bet you well, Tucker's you know, all over it. I think Tucker's doing shows on on Twitter. You he loves so, the alien stuff, Tucker. But if you're going to go by the odds, there has to be. If the universe well, is infinite, there exactly. is going to be... Infinite numbers yeah. of life forms. It has to be. If it's infinite. If not, if we can, you know... How could it not uh, be infinite? Because what would be outside of whatever it is we see? Well, you know, I mean, I guess that's the age-old story. You know, there's something bigger than us, and we don't understand everything. So just kind of handle things as you, you play the hand that you dealt. Yeah. Not going to solve it. You can't prove it either way. You could all have theories. wonder where Mike is. Very busy. This is tough. I got to step in and out of the role. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're not a special guest anymore. You're now the co-host. Oh. And then he'll come back, and you'll be back down to special back guests. Down. And then I get knocked right back down. So uh, the Vegas Knights won the Stanley Cup. Did you watch any of that? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, um, they were good. They, they played really well. I thought yeah. Florida to start was a little sluggish. That, that layoff was rough for them. And mm. then you're starting to find out. Like Keith, It's Keith Tuchuk, right? I don't remember which yeah. Tuchuk it is. He had broken sternum or something like that. Oh, he played one game with it, played one game with it, got helped to get dressed and then couldn't play the next. This is the bone that is protecting your Dude, heart. Insane. Played with an it. opportunity to um, play in the Stanley Cup. And there was another one of the top players I just saw today was playing with like just a ridiculous length, length, long line of injuries. Like, so I think I think that they got caught a little bit in the beginning and then the injuries started to pile up and they couldn't they couldn't keep up. But to yeah, lose, nine, would they lose nine to three in the final? That's brutal. Yeah, the last one they were done. They yeah, just gave rough. up. That's rough. I feel bad. But it but was a good run. It was a good run. It was a good run. They, you know what? They did their job. They beat Boston and Toronto for us. That's really all you could ask for. And uh, yeah, so we talked about baseball. The yeah, U.S. Open hockey. this weekend. So yeah, did we talk about this combination between Live and PGA? And we how did that's last gonna... week, didn't we? But do we know? Did any more? Hey guys, I really don't understand they, what the impact is. You know what? They still, you don't know. Like uh, Nance was on, I saw him last weekend doing, I can't remember which tournament it was. Was that the Memorial last weekend? The I don't Canadian remember. Open. Oh, the Canadian, Canadian Open. With the 73 foot putt to yes. win. So, and Nance is like, he's like, you know, we really don't have any answers. We have no idea how this is going to play out. And it's a little frustrating, but. Wait, um, it I may not it, even happen. It may not even happen now. Really? You're talking about the merger, right? Yeah. 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 So yesterday I heard um, that there is, of course, the government's getting involved because the PGA, the PGA is a non-for-profit. 
and this will make them profit. If you even heard in that press conference, they said they were going to form a new entity for profit. Yeah. So I think it's going to happen if, if these people want it to happen. But, you know, of course, the government had to jump in to make sure they get their cut. Um, so, you know, they're going to make them go through some hoops and have some lawyers come in and talk to whoever and all this crap. So. How are they a non-for-profit? I never knew that. That's no, insane. Yeah. <laughs> so everything that all the income that they supposedly get goes funnels back into the golf courses, the people that the are running it, the salary, the people who are running. Yeah. But, you bizarre. know, you're paying people salaries. So, yeah, I don't get how like. Well, it's a tax. There's no retained earnings, but there's it's a way around taxes, right? Is what they're doing. It's a way around taxes, but even so, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. No, go ahead. You're the accountant. Couple of things on that. I, I, they want to make the LIV a sponsor of the PGA, so that the PGA could remain a nonprofit. So they're going to write the contractual uh, relationship. Yeah, I'm sure these people, that the way, Saudis, they all thought about this already. They thought about this. And I think the biggest impact is that the players are going to get screwed. As um, always. Well, how? How? So here's what I think. I think there were the players that held on to the PGA to be loyal. They get screwed because everybody else is allowed well, to come they, back. They already got screwed by their own choice, though. And the players that were about to leave and get a big payday can't not gonna get, get a big it. payday. So right. those are the guys know, that really get screwed. They're gonna get screwed. And but in the end, the, yeah, yeah. In the end, the average payday for these guys is gonna go up. It's been in, in general, it's been good, right? Because I think well, it went like up. The, was, PGA res- the PGA responded to people leaving for live by naming certain tournaments these like big winning, like there's super pots. Right. So they mm-hmm. did they did start giving out more money to the and players. And I think they started like there were some players who would never get money. I thought they changed that too where you they would did. at least get money for for playing or something, right? Yeah. So live already had an effect on the PGA. Which was good. Yeah. That's a good effect. Yeah, absolutely. Who are you picking for the US Open? Starts in a couple hours ago. I don't I, you know, I have no idea. There's so many of these good young golfers now. They're really fun to watch. So apparently they said they have it, you know, it's the US Open, if you remember Shinnecock, they set it up like that where it's going to be impossible to putt. Oh, really? um, it's in how LA, crazy right? Chicago was. Yeah, yeah. Might oh, see our next president. Our next president might be out there. Gavin, Gavin, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. Is he going to run after, for president? After they kill Biden, he's going to be the guy. That's the guy they're grooming. God. Yeah. I don't think they're going to kill him anymore because I don't think they want to chance getting RFK Jr. in the house. Right. Or I'm, well, my guy is this Republican, this Cuban guy from Miami, the mayor of Miami. Let's go. That's my guy. I don't know him. I haven't really followed the candidates too much. I just know that Trump's in a lot of trouble. And I really like RFK Jr. It's on uh, your favorite Discord channel, Live Free or Die. We were talking about the Cuban last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I didn't read it yet just because you guys, you know, you're up late talking about these things. That's what happens. Um, Den Bob's Corner has become quite the place. It is. I love it. Quite interesting. Quite interesting. Yeah, Guar and I uh, were having a little game. Nobody else joined in of putting different pictures of corners on there. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Get in the fun. I like yeah, your picture the best so far. <laughs> what the hookers? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just got a te- I just got a text message from a loyal listener. Sorry to interrupt you there. Go yeah. On. Um, just so I don't forget that uh, Andy had an. He's very not tech savvy. Apparently, he thought he emailed the Garcast last night and it was stuck in his outbox. Mm. And it has now through. And I'm gonna. You can finish your thought. I just want to say that. Let's make sure we cover that. But yeah, go ahead. What was, what was just, your thought? Before we get to that, I wanted to mention Alone is back on History Channel. It Very good. looks like, and that, like this is not a spoiler, but you know, you meet your first five contestants. If you remember last year, there was like all these stupid rules. You can't fish until like yeah, 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 yeah. five weeks, and like there's right. there's regular rules, but it looks like they will be able to hunt and actually maybe get some game and stuff like that. So maybe it won't be a starvation contest this time. So I'm excited about that. That would be nice. I was not interested. Yeah, Yeah, I was not interested in watching a starvation contest. Right. That's why I mentioned that in the, uh, in the discord. I don't, I I mean, it's hard to tell, but I don't think we're going to have a starvation episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're doing it in in Smithtown East this year, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's way up there. It's like almost on the Arctic circle or whatever nice anyway all right so oh, it's funny to watch the beginning of it they do like a pre-game they actually, for the first time like it's an hour before that they they release them 
And they talk oh, about cool. how they scout out areas, but they're all wearing Ooh. masks. I'm like, what? What are oh, you Canada. doing? Canada. 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 Terrible right. place. Get me, get me some Andy love here. You haven't read an email in a while. I'm excited. Oh, you want me to read it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm mobile, buddy. Oh, shit. All right, let me go find it. I don't have my laptop at the, where I am today. I'm telling you, Mike, you are a rock star the way you can be as witty and quick as you are no matter what environment you're in. You get interrupted, you come back, you're right on. You get disconnected, you're back, you're right on. I'm so impressed. Oh, thank Excellent. you. Thank Excellent. Excellent job. I'm you're not going to disagree with you. I am great. You are fantastic. <laughs> so is there would be no. There would be no way to disagree. Me on the other hand, me on the other hand, if the the cloud cover changes, I get distracted. And also, we like to disagree with you all the time. I don't see the email yet. Oh, Andy, what are you doing, pal? What are you doing? Oh no! Oh no! No, we can always read it next week. I do. I have to uh, get Mar from her final. Hold on, let me give him one chance. Let's see if he sees this text. I said, "Don't see an email." What a fail! Double fail. I mean. I mean, if it was Guar's, I'd say we're not doing it. We don't have time. We don't have time. Yeah, Andy's is usually a solid subject. We like Andy's emails. Great subject usually, line, always. Usually always. straight, straight into the point. Yep. Updates on soccer. I think he did want to talk about some soccer stuff, didn't he? He he did want to explain why the Shaw Strikers exist. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Took he a did send me heat a pic- on that. He did send me a picture of himself in a Shaw Strikers shirt. So he even got himself one. Um, oh, wait. Oh, he forwarded it to me. Oh, sugar. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to read it. Okay, got it. Oh, wonderful. I got it. Okay. Yeet me. Ooh, we have a kid. The suspense is killing me. Okay, here we go. Sorry, I was just responding to him. Okay, here we go. The subject is Garfather's Day. Oh, I didn't wish you guys a happy Garfather's oh, Day. Yet. Happy Garfather's happy Day. Father's Day. Garfather's Day. Um, hosts and special guests. Happy recording day. Very much looking forward to Friday morning's Garcast drop. I might have to drive into the office. And if I do, this will help kill some of the sting. I like that phrase. That, that does suck. Sting, nothing that like, stings. Nothing like listening Friday to podcasts office. and books. Yeah but, go, yeah, but also going to the office on a Friday. <laughs> Brutal. As a reminder, right now my firm is doing one full week in the office out of every four weeks. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Huh. I'd have to mentally think of, I'd, I'd have to dwell on that if I would like that. I think if given a choice to three days a week in the office or one week out of the month, I'd go with the one week. Yeah, get it over with. But we'll talk about that more next week because we're running out of time. It's now being monitored more closely and some action is being taken or talked oh. about. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. That aside, I think the Godfather's tease has Garnation in a tizzy. Who is the special guest? Will they take over the show? Will Bosco let them get a word in? <laughs> Have a great day and happy Father's Day to all the great dads in Garnation. Cheers, lawyer, listener, Andy Shaw. See, straight to the point. Thank Solid you, Andy. email. Beautiful. Thank and yes, happy, happy, happy in the office on a Friday. You. Happy Godfather's Day to all of you. I yeah. and please. Send your thoughts and prayers my way because I will be spending our Father's Day at Smile Line's house where Ooh. we know anything can happen. Mice, pit bulls, basketball nets falling Woman on with people. Woman with the pom-pom hat. Oh, God. She could, come Good running, luck. She, she could come running through the backyard at any moment talking on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> riding, riding a pit bull. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what a sight. Oh my God. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it. I need to go get the kid from school. I hope you guys all have a great Gar Father's Day. And until next time, be garific. Gar. Have a great day. Later, boys. Peace. Take it easy. He was a giant. When I was just a kid, I was always trying. Do everything he did I can still remember Every lesson he taught me Growing up, learning how to be Like my old man
He was a lion. We were a father's pride, but I was defiant. When he made me walk the line, he knew how to lift me up and when to let me fall. Looking back, he always had a plan. My old man, my old man, feel the callus on his hands and dusty overalls. My old man, now I finally understand. I have a lot to learn. My old man. Now I'm a giant. I got a son of my own. He's always trying to go everywhere I go. Do the best I can. Raise him up the right way, hoping that he someday wants to be like his old man. My old man.